I think what we're experiencing is culture shock. Find out if you agree on this episode of Pushback. If you're concerned about the direction our culture is heading, then maybe it's time to push back. Hello and welcome to Pushback. This is Dr. Johnny. And what we've been experiencing in our culture uh, lately uh, could actually be culture shock. You know, the definition of culture shock is... (laughs) The feeling of disorientation experienced by someone who is suddenly subjected to an unfamiliar culture, way of life, or set of attitudes. Wow, that might sum up the American existence over these last several months in perhaps a perfect way. If you're feeling unsettled or disoriented in life lately... That could be a very normal reaction to the craziness that has been happening in our culture today. You know, our culture, uh, our cultural conversations have been dominated uh, really since I started this podcast back in January of 2020 uh, by two, you know, main stories. There's nothing like a global pandemic to shake and rattle our culture for sure. And of course, the killing of George Floyd and and the reaction thereof uh, just show that our culture uh, is at times unhealthy, unsettled, uh, and it's left us feeling, well, perhaps disoriented, suddenly subjected to an unfamiliar culture. It's called culture shock. Well, I'm happy to announce that this is episode 26 So I am actually halfway through uh, this first year of podcasting, and I've learned a lot, uh, and I like to report in a real happy way that I've been loving it. It's It's been good, and I have not been lacking for topics to speak of. I I chuckle almost every time I do this podcast because it's like, wow, our culture is just shaking right now. And 2020 has been a year that we perhaps will talk about for the rest of our lives and tell our grandchildren about. Um, I have a grandchild, by the way, Lucy Rose, and she is just adorable. And uh, we've been enjoying her and spending some time with her. And uh, it's been wonderful. But I think about her and I think about the young people in our culture today and the stories that they're going to hear about what we're experiencing right now. You know, I want to on this episode, episode 26, the halfway point is to really, again, recap the reason I'm doing this. I want to do this periodically because I don't want to lose sight of the uh, vision statement, if you would, of, of why I'm doing this. You always need to know the why behind what anybody is doing. And so I want to give you my heart again uh, to explain the purpose of this podcast, especially if you're just tuning in for the first time or just becoming familiar with me uh, and the format of, of what's happening here on Pushback. I, I am passionate about the word culture. 
And so when I say that we're experiencing a culture shock right now, I take that super seriously because uh, a culture shock, a, a sudden and, and uh, uh, um, a sudden subjection to a change, an unfamiliar culture, according to the, to the definition, uh, is, a, is a very important thing, not only to analyze and to talk about, but to take to heart personally and as a culture and as a society. I love this country. And, and I am passionate about not having the culture simply roll with the current attitudes uh, and pain and, and the things that we are subjective to each and every day. We see this in the reaction to even the racial tension that's happening in our country today. And, and, and we can look at that and say, there's something unhealthy about this. There's something unhealthy about the event. There's something unhealthy about the response to the event. <laughs> And, and when you look at that from a cultural standpoint, I'm concerned. And the, the tagline to this podcast is, if you're concerned about the direction our culture is heading, then maybe it's time to push back. And that's what it's about. We need to stand in the gap. We need to be the ones that care about our culture, see the, the aspects that are unhealthy, and then try to implement real change by the power of the Holy Spirit that's within us. The wisdom that he gives us to actually interchange with the culture and be the change makers. You have heard several times uh, me giving the definition of the word culture, and the culture the definition of the word culture is the sum total ways of living built up by a group of human beings and transmitted from one generation to another. It's such a, an important definition that we lean into this. And I, and I take this definition so seriously that I target each one of my topics each and every week on pushback to fit into that mold. Uh, the, the ways that we are living as human beings in this country and then how we are going to transmit that cultural reality to our generations. It's the critical second piece of the definition of the word culture. See, we can love culture. We can even embrace the ways that we're living. But would we do it differently? Would we pause? Would we, be, would we be become more intentional if we knew that our children and our children's children would then be inheriting that culture and moving forward? For some strange reason, we're, we're willing to embrace culture from a personal, maybe even a selfish position. But I think all of us would agree, every parent on the planet wants what's best for their children. And if, if that's true, then we can find common ground. We can find that place where culture is healthy, where we can work together to achieve what's not only good for us as a culture, but good for our children and our children's children. It's a, it's a mindset shift from selfish, independent living to a generational mindset where we actually want what's best, not only for us, but for the generations to come. I explained in my very first podcast entitled Culture Wars. And if you've never heard that, I invite you to go back and sort of start at the beginning of the podcast so you can understand my heart but I explained that there's actually 12 aspects when studying culture, 12 different ways of living. And it's food, clothing, and shelter is number one. Those are the basics, the basic way of living. Number two is family. 
which is what I'm passionate about as, as founder and leader with my wife of GoFam Ministries. We are passionate about family because we feel like family. As families go, so goes the culture. Every sociologist will agree with that truth. As family goes, so goes the culture. Number three, relationships. Four, government. Five, education. Six, language and media. Seven, religion. Eight, economy. Nine, environment. Ten, recreation. Eleven, arts. Twelve, customs and traditions. This forms culture. This forms the ways that we live. And, and, and even so far in these first six months of doing podcasts, I believe I've touched on several of these areas uh, in trying to bring health, wholeness, healing to these areas of culture because I care so, so much about it. And I know that you do too. In Isaiah 55, 8 through 9, it says, and this is key, it says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. See, we as a Christian environment, we as Christian people, we as Christian families, we are actually tapping into a higher way of living. Now, there may be many people that reject that way of living. There may be many people that say, well, I'm not a Christian, and so I, I, I abjectly re- reject your position. But the truth of the matter is, whether they believe it or not, we know that God is on his throne and that his ways are higher than our ways. And so that we can take it to the bank, that when we connect to his ways, connect to his truths, that his ways will always be better than our ways. Anything that we can invent in our brain, he can actually, he has actually already created it to be superior through his spirit in us. Through his spirit in us. And so if we are concerned about the direction our culture is headed, then maybe it's time to push back. And what we push back with is the truth and the power of his kingdom, because his ways are higher than our ways. And that should make us really happy. That should make us actually hopeful in the face of this this cultural turmoil that we've been facing. The, the culture shock that I would contend we are all facing right now because everything has changed. We, we are feeling disoriented and suddenly subjected to an unfamiliar culture, way of life, or set of attitudes. It's called culture shock. But we can be buoyed. We can be strengthened. We can have hope in the fact that his ways are higher than our ways. And so when we lean into the biblical truth of who he is, and when we live accordingly, we actually know that there will be the fruit of healing, wholeness, restoration in our culture, not only for us, but for the generations. That's what I'm after in this podcast. And I know in my heart, that's what you're after for your family, for your neighborhood, for your region, for your country. So let's recap 2020 so far in light of the cultural reality that we've been seeing. There's really been two major events that I alluded to before that has happened in our country. And and there's nothing like a global pandemic to shake us to the core. And my question for you is, will our culture ever be the same? I always think about 9-11 and what happened uh, during that terrible terrorist attack on our country 
There are still things today that have changed and will most likely forever be changed in the realm of security, in the realm of, of cultural awareness about terrorism and, and, the, and the fragility of, of our nationalism and who we are. 9-11 was one of these culture shock moments that changed everything. Will this global pandemic also be one of those? Things may shift in the way that we deal with infection, the way we deal with society, the way we deal with, uh, with medicine and, and the, the interaction of employment versus safety, the, the dynamic of, of politics and, and government intervening on our behalf versus our personal liberties. I pray that there will be sanity, that there will be peace of mind, that there will be um, right-mindedness as we move forward in this. And again, we as Christian families need to be on the forefront, on the cutting edge of what's happening. We need to be informed. We need to have understanding. We need to listen to the data. We need to listen to our leaders and make informed decisions. We can't turn to Facebook as our factual evidence and 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 new uh, the things that are newsworthy or not from a social media outlet we need to dig in and we need to find the motives of the hearts of people and the facts and what we're dealing with covid-19 has shaken us to the core and has changed uh, the way of life it's an unfamiliar culture and i do pray that it is short-lived and will continue on its current trajectory of improvement uh, and decline. And then just as a matter of a month ago, we we have a new upheaval of tension. I, I call it racial tension, but I'm actually putting it in quotes. Those of you who have been listening to my last podcast, my last three podcasts, know that I don't even like the word race. I believe that there are no races. I believe that the Bible actually proves that we are all one blood, one race, all descendants of Adam and Eve from the garden from the very beginning of time. That makes us brothers and sisters in every way. And that we are all a shade of brown. There is no black and white. In fact, I believe that's a disparaging comment trying to create segregation and separation between peoples that are brothers and sisters. It's a sinister plan of the enemy. It's an antichrist spirit that's causing tension. And we just and we and we instead of creating healing, we actually double down on it and, and ended up putting people in boxes and categories and pitting people against each other which is exactly what the enemy wants, which is exactly polar opposite of what the father created from the beginning of time. So that's another example of his ways being higher than our ways. His ways actually show that we are all brothers and sisters. He's our father and we are all descendants of his heart and all physical descendants of Adam and Eve that was created from his spirit. It creates a completely different way of thinking, a different mindset. We can look at a global pandemic or we can look at tensions between quote-unquote races in our society. And we have choices. We have a choice in how we are going to respond as Christians and as Christian families. We can go into the fetal position and we can hide and we can simply weather the storm. 
or we can engage the culture. We can actually step into the culture and say, hey, wait a minute. This is, this is craziness. This is heading in the wrong direction. Let me offer you some words of sanity so that we can actually engage in conversation of healing in our country, which I am so passionate about. We are to be the bearers of healing in our nation. It's our call. It's the reason we're here. It's the reason that we have existence here on this planet. We need to be willing to engage the culture. And I know, I understand that to step into the realm of racial tension is a dangerous, scary place to be. But if we don't do it, who will? Who will? There are a lot of well-meaning, well-intentioned people that are, are speaking rhetoric that sounds good. But does it create real change? Real change only takes place in the heart. And that's all that Jesus ever cared about was our hearts. So we need to be the hope givers. I pray and hope that this podcast can give you verbiage, can give you language, can give you a way to speak to people that would be non-judgmental, would, would not be dishonoring to them, but could actually create a real conversation and hope in their lives. Is that possible? I believe it is. I believe it is wholeheartedly, or I would not be sitting here in this chair doing this each and every week. I am so encouraged by the response I have been getting and the encouragement from my, from my listeners. I'm encouraged by the number of people who have tuned in and have listened. And I pray and I hope that there's going to be a momentum behind this because the conversation has to start someplace. It has to. And I am willing to engage every aspect of culture, the list that I gave you before. I am willing to engage every place. That means I'm an equal opportunity culture hawk. <laughs> I'm willing to go after each and every place. There are things that our politicians, I believe, have done that have been countercultural to the Father's heart. I believe there are things actually in the church itself that have been countercultural. I am willing to go after each and one, every one of those. So please tune in each and every week as I share my heart in this, not to be judgmental or angry or to shake my fist, but to actually bring real change and health and wholeness and healing. If we can connect with that place that his ways are higher than our ways, then we know that there will be the right direction for our country. And we can connect with everybody in our country, even on a secular level, because they care about their children. And if they care about their children and they care about the generations to come, then they will care about a healthy culture. Because that's the definition transmitted from one generation to the next. That's what it's all about. And as we bring wholeness and health and life, then what happened in Minneapolis with George Floyd should feel countercultural rather than one group of people being angry and saying, no, this is just what we see each and every day. This is, what, this is the craziness that needs to stop. Wouldn't it be better if, if something horrible that happens by one person to another becomes countercultural, where we see that as an outlier, but that hasn't been the case lately. That's what they're trying. That's what, what, what 
people are trying to tell all of us is that this happens. This is unhealthy. This is hurtful. This is painful. I would like to see culture shift to such a degree that the conversation changes to so much that these become outliers. These become become crazy, radical events. Not everyday occurrences. That's how culture shifts. That's how culture changes. My first podcast was called Culture Wars. And I'm telling you, after six months of doing these podcasts, I am willing to fight it. I am willing to engage the war. Actually, now more than ever. Now more than ever. Between my podcast and and our YouTube channel, I've had over 3,500 downloads uh, over the last six months. That really encourages me, but I would like to see that number even, even increase more. So please spread the word. Share with friends because I I don't want this to be a preaching 25 minutes. This isn't about preaching to people. This is about engaging them on the level of society and culture that affects them each and every day. And I think those topics, those topics, those relevant cultural everyday topics will appeal to every American. So please spread the word. We've had most of our listeners obviously from North America, but we've also had some from Europe and from Asia. And it's, it, it warms my heart to see so many people already engaged when this is still such a new entity. But with the Holy Spirit and his power, I, I pray and hope that this continues to grow and expand so that we can create a real conversation and put the words in people's mouths to bring real healing over our, our nation. Would you please consider donating to our ministry. It's GoFam. And you can go to gofam.org, G-O-F-A-M.org. And there is a, a, an opportunity to donate. Nobody likes asking for money, but this is a listener-supported podcast. And it would help us greatly if you are especially a regular listener, that you'd be willing just to donate even a small amount to the efforts of this podcast so that we can keep this going financially as well. I'd really appreciate your consideration in that. GoFam.org. Please check check this out on uh, the podcast and also on iTunes. And you can find, find links and valuable resources from our ministry at GoFam.org. So please visit our website and connect to all of our resources. Once this pandemic calms down, we're going to be traveling again and speaking. Uh, but again, there's a financial strain on every ministry because... The invitations haven't been there and we're not doing public gatherings at this point, but that will change. So please invite us and you can find links and resources on our website and consider donating to the cause of family, of culture, and of healing and health in America. Thank you once again for tuning in. This is such a privilege and pleasure to share my heart with you. Thanks for hearing me again this week and I look forward to connecting with you again next week. So now let's go together and set and shape the culture.